0: Hello, everyone. Hello. Can you hear me? You should be It uh, should be coming through. Welcome. Hello. Hello, one and all. We've got a, a big pile of you here. 53 viewers waiting. Uh, theoretically, you're all dropping in. Uh, as we speak, I'm going to do my normal tweet and say, uh, yo, we're live, uh, because we are. Uh, there we go. Click that thing and probably pin that as well. There we are. Marvellous oh uh god working from the office and doing rail matters is um it, it would be fine if i left work at a normal time but i've, I've kind of been uh, the last two weeks have been tip, kind of shaped by me doing lots of first principles engineering and being highly entertained so um i was in the office until a little later today uh hence all the thing lots of people acting me in and saying hi hi hello um this should be a this should this should be a fun one you know this should be a, this should be a lot of fun it's gonna be a bit more rough and raw but maybe it's back to our kind of rail matter roots a bit um, by which I mean I've not prepped the uh, well I mean the Google Maps is the, the Google Maps stuff is there ready to go we'll have a little play um I took a slightly different approach but this will be broadly similar to the um, to the Welsh railway map episode which I really enjoyed was a lot of fun and kicked off some things on the discord server so um uh, oh, is it very quiet? Oh, wait a minute. Let me just check my. Uh... Oh no, it doesn't look too bad. Let me just check the old uh, the old sound setting, shall I? And then uh, we'll see where we're at. Um. So we have. I mean, what there's there's there are various bits in the news. I've I've been writing about. Um. Uh. Oh yeah, it's a little quiet. Let's pop up to seventy-five. There we go, seventy-five. Marvelous. Um. There is the driverless thing, trains thing uh, that was in the news recently. Did I? I don't think I covered that in the last in the last news. Did I? Um, am I going to tease some of the Network Twenty Fifty stuff? No, no, no. That's going to have an episode all of its own where I'll, we'll get everyone who's been working on it to come in and, and chat about what what we've got, and and we'll we'll do that kind of when we've got a bit of a a bit of a live site, which we kind of almost do at the moment. We've anyway, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll we'll chat about that later. This is going to be, as I say, I will tell you what, let's. Hello. Uh, let's go. I'm wearing my usual train Greens for HS2 uh, t shirt, by the way. Uh, merchandise is available. I'd recommend uh, getting it. <laughs> it's very good. Um, actually, just kind of a quick splash of the old um, fluid. You didn't need to see that, did you? Anyway. So, what am I waffling on about? I am waffling on about, first of all, uh, let's catch up with uh, the COVID numbers ridership numbers so we have um well to be honest the usual climb we've got uh oh, you can't see it because of my face is large let me go miniaturized face up in the top corner hello a miniaturized face actually no we need to go no face right in ready for readiness for the news so um not really much to report to be honest i'm not even going to get the old whack them out you can see that the the, the 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 steady climb it's a pretty pretty much a straight line nice straight line um even if you trace back to before may it's a pretty steady straight line upwards for rail ridership um with with peaks with bank holidays i'd imagine um bus ridership sort of has got a bit bouncy can't explain that maybe we'll see that normalize a bit later on um again you can see that there's a deeper trough in the weird projected numbers that we always know are not quite right those uh, we might expect those to um, that given the depth of that trough maybe there's going to be a slight slowing of increase which 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 would tally with um, it would very much tally with the fact that there are serious report like substantial reports from various sources saying that rail that the trains are now full you know they are as full as they can be with with various levels of social distancing um, in place so yeah uh, we we shall watch with interest the number climbs. Anyway, the news. Uh, I only have one news thing uh, in actually. Um uh, yes, the driverless trains thing ha- is happening, but uh, maybe I'll will we'll maybe t- touch on that um I'll maybe touch on that next week. More entertainingly, Chesham and Amersham fun. Yes. Um all hmm. oh, the chaos. What can I say? The Green Party have been saying you know that they've been going full well what they've been doing I believe is just continually posting PR disaster after PR disaster with like images of cars and they're going to like poke fun at HS2 but there's them with a car uh, and saying HS2 is bad and then they're taking selfies with them in their cars. Uh, it's just been like crippling PR disaster after PR disaster. Now the Lib Dems have got involved. Um, the Lib Dems, now Ed Davey saying that they'd pause the HS2 tunneling works. Like you'd what? Do you have any idea how, how complicated and expensive it would be to do that? Uh, and for what benefit? You don't need to pause anything. To, if there are issues, with, if there are local issues with, in relation to mitigation, then those should be addressed. But pausing the TBMs ain't going to do nothing. Anyway, just general chaos, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so, yes, that's all we're going to, we're not going to talk about that much. So that, as far as I can say, that's pretty much that for the news. We're going to go to Scotland. Uh here's a picture of um well it's it's not of me actually it's not of anyone that I know but it's a picture I took uh looking back at Ben Arthur of the Cobbler um in in the the Southern Arica Alps. actually I don't even know if it even if, no, if it counts as, Oh they are the Arica Alps, actually. Anyway it's a glorious bit of um southwest the southwestern highlands strongly recommend because we're going to be talking about the Scottish railway map and how it should look. Um yeah so we did the we did this uh oh, you know what? Let's I'll do the intro once, once, once the intro has played. We can chat about exactly what's going on. But um, uh, can you get T-shirts with HS2 logos on? No, but I'd strongly recommend getting the greens for HS2 stuff. Uh, I mean the money goes to the Green Party, but I suppose the point is that you're uh in a roundabout way, um, uh, sort of supporting you know supporting the HS2 cause within the Green Party, which. I know lots of you say it's not important. It is important. The G.P.W. needs to support H.S. Two. They are a prog- they are a progressive force, and to be a- and we need a good, strong, viable Green Party uh, national kind of uh, English and Welsh Green Party uh, for the for the benefit of the U.K. We need them, and at the moment they are not. They're a very weak party, certainly nationally, and in terms of locally, they're they they're pretty variable. Um, some some areas they're really good; others they're pitiful um so yeah so they need to be strong and and the, the the hs2 thing let me let me get my face back since i've got the t-shirt on the hs2 thing kind of gets to the core there's going to be a greens for hs2 rail natural episode i'm totally going to do it. i'm going to grab as many of them as i possibly can and bring them in and um, we'll talk about greens for hs2 and why it's important and why it's such an important thing that we have a, a strong green party of england and wales um the whole it comes gets the the whole issue with HS2 is not necessarily so much about HS2. It's just it's about evidence and the fact that it's a fundamental. Uh, you know the, the Green part GPW claims to be a party of evidence and HS2 fundamentally rubs up against that. It's an entirely evidence-free standpoint, and, and so while the party can hold that stance against HS2, it's not evidence-based and it's never going to thrive, It's never going to achieve what it's supposed to to achieve and. So, um so yeah that, that's that's the conflict the conflict is bigger than hs2 actually it's about evidence and the GPw leadership's lack of interest in it and and also wider part you know sways of the wider party membership I wrote about it I'm sure you all saw I did a, I did a nice picture of this split in the green it was very schnazzy and annoyed lots of green party people um shamberry met DM me and told me off and I said okay let's chat about it and then she she got busy with the election actually to be fair I'm not going to hold that against her um anywho so uh, enough of me waffling. Let's let's crack on, shall we? Let's go back to the picture of Ben Arthur that um, Romy Adocret says is irrepresentative of the of, of Scotland. Good, yeah. I'm glad you've moaned because I've got another picture of Hilliness that's going to come up after the intro. Which is what I about to play next after I say um, welcome to tonight's rail natter. <laughs> City two two five fading away. Oh. and let's now look at this glorious picture of um of the. I think it's not quite got the Kirang in it actually, but it's this is this is on uh, the top of Trottenish, looking southwards along the ridge uh, towards Portree on Skye. Uh, and actually, I can. <laughs> Slightly strangely. Oh no! You don't want to see that. You want to see uh, professional as ever. Uh, if I slide this slightly this way, yeah, you can see. Yeah, if I slide it this way, you can actually see the. Uh, you can see the, the the road there in the middle of the screen. That's the the Kierang. um, climbing up. It's a pretty spectacular bit of countryside. That uh, vigorous recommend everyone goes to see it. Lovely. Anyway, um, enough of that. Uh, there you can you can enjoy some. Uh, Enjoy some lovely views. No, enough of my waffling. Uh, I'm going to get my miniaturised face up in the top corner. Uh, so yeah, I think, again, it's a photo of mine. I'm quite quite pleased with this one. No, uh, you're here for trains, right? You're here for trains. Here's a nice Class 380 sat under uh, under the roof. At uh, this looks like what is this? This uh, oh, it's a 380. I was going to put. A th- I should have put a three. Uh, one of the slightly newer things. in. anyway, these 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 have become slight kind of electric workhorses. This is um, uh, central, right? This is central. I think it's central yes it is central it's a network rail station and it is in queen street so it's got to be central i don't know why i had a, a moment there anyway the, the kind of that low span is really nice anyway so when is sky getting a fixed rail link well indeed john christoph well, they just need to they just need to rail integrate the ferry right um and and have a rail integrate actually you don't need a ferry rail integrated bus to up to through broadford to Petrie would be nice so today we are talking about the way the railway map ought to look or maybe it's mainly saying how it ought to look isn't isn't right. What we're going to do is using a um, we're going to be using a, a sort of the same algorithm we did for the Welsh railway map, but with Scotland, which is quite different structure. Like in terms of demographic shape, it's quite different. In terms of geography, it's quite different. And so I've done something slightly different. The Welsh one, I was – partly because the number of settlements is that much smaller. I kind of went for a um, – and the pop, the population density is less. I kind of – it was more obvious to see what that network would look like. Whereas in this one, what I've tried to do is as best I can without actually programming in because I have no programming skills. This could be done quite neatly in R. I know that Robin Lovelace would just knock this out of the park with R very quickly. I'm sure lots of you watching this could. Um and um, and so what I did was emulate the process that you do with a computer networking package, um, and and essentially connected every every node to every other node, with a node being a settlement. Every node to every other node. I'll explain this again when I put it on the map. We're already twelve minutes in. Um, connected every node to every other node, and, and in the central belt area, that results in a very dense network mesh. But we'll get to that. For starters, let's kind of repeat. So this whole presentation, this whole you know shtick this rail net episode is going to follow broadly the same structure it did with less explanation broadly the same structure it did um for the welsh one I, i'm not going to go into explaining things like od pairs and stuff because we did that chat in the welsh one and go back and listen to that but we'll we'll spend more time exploring the actual map i think so uh without further ado, oh yeah, oh. yeah totally. um for anyone, is, for anyone uh who isn't aware um crikey sorry let's get the scott rail logo up before i do that again ow uh, that, that burst my eardrums. I'm sure it burst everyone else's eardrums too. Uh, yeah, this isn't an episode about what you can reopen. Okay. This isn't, that's not what this is about. Um, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to put up that quote that I always put up this episode either. It's in the Welsh one. I'm not going to labor the point, but yeah, this isn't like a, uh, this isn't a, uh, a beaching proposals episode. Um, anyway, yeah, that was uh, incredibly loud, and everyone is now deaf. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, I always forget which slide it is, and there we go. Anyway, here is the um, here is the modified uh, ScotRail uh, logo, which uh, I do quite like. I think it can work. Um, you know, you can subtly incorporate the double arrow uh, in anyway, uh, but retaining the the current um, typeface. Anyway, I think this looks nice. This ScotRail. So almost all of the services in. Oh yeah, good point. I should have. Uh, let me just uh, let me just quickly get up. Oh, can I find it? Yeah, I bet I can. I can. I can. Let me just quickly get up something else because there is another operator in there. Uh, yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I can't wait to can't wait to get this. Uh, there is another. Yeah. I'm waffling because I'm doing yet more um, behind the scenes uh, editing. So uh, there's another operator. So there are two operators. You've got uh, Scott Scotrail and you've also got the Caledonian Sleeper, uh, modelled here in Rail Alphabet Two. Uh, but holding on to their the Caledonian sleeper ident, which I, this is one of my favorite, like, fake idents that I created when I did this thread a while back. I love that. I think it looks awesome. So uh, that, make that happen. If the sleeper is going to remain separately identified, which kind of makes sense. It's a long-distance thing. It's not quite what Scott Riddell does. Anyway, and obviously there are other long-distance operators that, you know, Transpendent Express, Virgin... No, not Virgin. Avanti West Coast and LNER uh, and... Also, this new one, whatever the new one's going to be called, they all operate into uh, across the border into Scotland as well. But by by and large, um, you know the the it's it's Scotrail for the most part, and then and then Caledonian Sleeper really is a kind of a Scottish franchise. So, um, so there we are. Nice excuse for some mocked up uh, idents. And here's the map, ish. I mean, there is a very dense. It's very dense in the middle of the. Uh, well, this is quite weird that it shows the Boness and Cunil Railway and the Keith and Dufton. Is this? I, I can't. I couldn't find in the, the the TFW, you know, Transport for Wales have their own version of this. I couldn't find a Scottish version, which to me is an indicator that, that Scotland's still quite far behind when it comes to properly integrated thing. I think someone, an enthusiast, has, has mocked this up, but it kind of gives you an idea of the rough shape. And there, there's reasonably good coverage with some some gaps that we'll will we'll get to and we'll explore when we pick up the uh, when we pick up the data. But there, there, there's the map. And, uh, right, so, so as last time, we'll very, very briefly look at the economics and demography of um, uh, of, um, of Scotland. So, firstly, Scotland, uh, a lot bigger than Wales and Northern Ireland, uh, so, you know, five and a half million people, but that population is actually one that's decreasing. Uh, there are lots. I'm sure there are lots of are there lots of, gnats, are there lots of Scott Nats in here going to shout at me when I get things wrong? I'm Scottish, by the way. I was born in Edinburgh and Simpsons and uh, and grew up in Inverurie, so uh, stuff you all if you're getting angry at me if I get things wrong. Um Although, interestingly, I've kind of swung from being kind of fairly pro-union to, at, at best, can be described as union agnostic at this point, uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> and just every time anyone who's like really vigorously pro-union says anything, it just pushes me further in the other direction at the moment. Anyway, uh, I digress. Central Belt, two point, actually, I should say 2.4, because the number is now, it's actually 2.4. There's a pretty broad um, uh, pretty broad. <laughs> uh, definition of the central belt the scottish central belt which i'll describe in a second when i put the map back up but um to kind of give you an idea that the scottish central belt is the only part of the uk that operates as an urban hub outside of london there's only one part of the uk that does that and it's scotland and, there, uh, and it's the scottish central belt the reason for that is uh, i'd argue that the reason for that is um uh andy bell wants me to say queen larich why is that queen is very nice yeah um uh, the the Scottish Central Belt, why does it work so well? Well my my thesis, if you like, is the fact that it's got just a huge number of fantastic transport links. So you can live anywhere between and, and beyond the centres of Glasgow and Edinburgh and um and the connections uh, are fantastic by rail. Just just really fantastic. People who do that trip might not agree, and yes, the season ticket is very expensive. But it's because capacity is limited, they can charge what they like, you know, and that and and capacity has leapt upwards greatly as a result of the new uh Three seven five three seven fives? The new ones? The new um the new Hitachi ones. They're they're brilliant. They're they're really good trains. Um I was born in, uh, Nicky McLeod's asking, I was born in Simpsons, what year, what month? Uh, February 91. I was snowed in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm only little. Anyway, so um, yeah, compare that to the West Midlands, 3 million and, and 2.8 million Great Manchester. You know, the Scottish Central Belt is an incredibly, okay, there's some, there is, managed to squeeze some more land in between Glasgow and Edinburgh. There are some, you could stand in some of the areas just, you know, even a couple hundred meters away from the M8 and you'd be forgiven for thinking you're in the middle of nowhere. But actually it is a hub, it is an urban hub. The connection between the two is very quick it is an urban hub uh, and so it's the it's the largest outside of london uh really in in the uk if you're going to look at it like that uh yeah there are arguments ways and means about what exactly that looks like but anyway so population size scotland is a big old lump and it's a very heavily urbanized lump so the point is so here's the scottish central belt uh, well actually that's, yeah where are we yeah there's the scottish central belt if you can visualize there's scotland right and the scot i do actually need my whack-up. where is it Come Here. Come here, Wackham. I need to scribble on things. So, um, yeah, here we are. Let me just uh, click Control-P. The Scottish Central Belt is... Well, it depends on your definition. There are a couple of definitions. Interestingly, Alistair Ray on the Twitter has posted about this. Alistair, if you're watching, hi. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> interestingly, he posted about The Scottish Central Belt was being discussed, and Alistair posted about uh, about it, and I'm going to use his image uh, in a second without crediting him. But I'm doing it by audio form. Alistair, thank you. Um, so there's Glasgow... And there's uh, there's Edinburgh, and the two of them are actually you can see there's not a huge amount between them, but actually quite well this whole area this and, and right up to kind of sterling as well this whole area is actually and down uh, down the and then up the clyde as well and right the way along all of this is is heavily populated and um and if i flick back you'll see kind of a slightly better picture there you can see all these towns kind of fairly sizable uh, towns uh, it, it, this one though this is this is austreaze image this is just looking at the m8 corridor so looking at the M8 from 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 uh, Port Glasgow and Greenock uh, over to where it terminates on the A720 at the big roundabout next to where that Krusty's no crispy cream donut place opened and everyone went absolutely raging when it appeared and were queuing for miles. When it, anyway it was that was a bit of a bizarre episode. Anyway, uh, so you can see the M8 there's the M8 whizzing along uh, doing its thing and essentially I think was it 10 kilometers either side of it. Alistair, what did you do? I can't remember. Anyway, basically, you can see it's about a a nominal kind of bubble uh, all around. uh, And that captures, I think, 2.7 million people um and then if you include if you if you kind of expand it up include the top of Falkirk and then get Stirling and all the areas around there uh kind of that 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 those parts get that brought bring them in and 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 these and and by the time you've done and, and kind of this stuff here as well by the time you've done that uh and and, and then also you can potentially expand it to include the, the kind of the urbanized bits of Fife as well by the time you've done that you're accounting for um between 50 and like 80 percent of the Scottish population so actually scotland's very heavily urbanized with lots of rural bits um and that doesn't it doesn't stop there because there are other urbanized bits as well which we'll we'll touch on momentarily i'm gonna put the whack away though first because otherwise i'm gonna elbow it off the table and make everything go smash um do at me in to the uh uh yeah do at me into the um, to the in the chat if you've got queries and questions by the way so that's the scottish central belt and, and yeah so the point of this was like at least uh half of scotland's population lives in the central belt why is this relevant well we'll have a look at the map later and, and, and we'll see so yeah so here's the density map and you can see i shouldn't have put the whack-on away uh you can see that we've got you've got the scottish central belt and then other densely populated areas you've got basically it's the east coast you've got the east coast uh, you've got inverness there a little little blip uh Aberdeen and the whole of Aberdeenshire is actually quite well uh, reasonably densely populated Um, and then you've got the the east coast down you know Montrose Arbroath and then Dundee and then there's Perth at the end of the Tay as well there and then the other thing you'll notice is just everything else is white and white is like Sahara Desert levels of population density there is nothing uh yeah I've, I've got rid of Orkney and Shetland uh for all the uh not in the box people sorry it's it's a railway network, and so I'm looking at the contiguous mainland, uh, and and I couldn't be bothered to trace out and get rid of the other of the Sky and uh, anyway, it's fine. You, I'm sure you don't mind too much. You, you get my you get my logic, uh, Martha Lauren. Okay, I'll bite. What is Scotland? Yeah, I know. Like I, I I could go full Justin Rosniak and like use the Socratic method to explain what Scotland is. But Scotland is this lumpy thing here, and it has an England attached to it at the bottom. It doesn't. It's not attached physically to Wales uh attached by the heart perhaps anyway so that's uh, that's the kind of the population density of scotland so you can get an idea of demography there and then bringing up exactly the same slide i used for wales um you can see if oh, i shouldn't have put the whack away there's much whackoming to no you know what i don't i can wiggle my mouse, mouse around and you all see what's going on and um, scotland in terms of um uh, kind of uh, gdp and, and deprivation measures are better here again this is a very broad brush blunt instrument of a way to look at uh, but basically it's a story of east versus west. Uh the east of Scotland is pretty well off. Uh in some cases weirdly because of Aberdeen's um because of some very rich people who live in Aberdeen because oil. Uh the east coast and, and around Aberdeen is particularly rich. It's it's like in the higher end r- richness in uh in what used to be called the normal EU before Britain ran away. Um, and in the West because the West is typified by rurality it's much much more uh, much lower GDP and it has it scores higher on it, in various parts of it scores higher on the deprivation um, uh, kind of range as well so that's kind of the that's kind of the story, really, and and it's I mean yeah I'm looking at the island of Ireland and looking at this this I need to look at this. next stop island of Ireland right for this one I think it'll be a bit of a while before I can do that partly because I don't have the, the town data so I need to do some extra digging because you know different countries, um not for long uh so yeah uh anyway right Scotland story of East and West when it comes to GDP so the current network well we kind of got the rubbish map up right um. Robin Denham points out that we should be making long Scotland, involving extending it down the West Coast until there's a Wales-Scotland border. Someone's going to have to make that affirmative action, and, uh, you know, I'm not a halberdier, but I know a few of you might be. Um Sakora is assuming that the East Coast is flattish compared to the West Coast. Yeah, absolutely. What Scotland is very much like. Um, so if you look at the the map, all the wibbly stuff on the on the west side. Uh, all this is like it's like Norway. It's like mini Norway. It's all fjords, uh, if you like. You know, lots of sea lochs, very mountainous, um, and then on the. On the east coast, it's it's got, it, you know, uh, Aberdeen, or rather a little bit inland. Aberdeen gets the coastal effects from the North Sea. But inland, where I grew up, there's Inverurie. That little blue lump there is Inverurie. And it's one of the sunniest parts of the UK because it has the fern effect, that that rain shadow effect of everything coming over the highlands. Um, and so you it, dropping a lot of the rain um, because of, you know, meteorology, dropping a lot of its rain, and actually there being much less rain and less cloud, which means it's quite sunny, which means that this is an incredible, This particularly this corner, Aberdeenshire is an incredibly fertile part of the country, you know, a huge amount of, 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 um, of agriculture up in the northeast. I think we talked about this a little bit in the uh, in the green rail matter, of which there's going to be another one uh, fairly soon, I'm sure. Um, Anyway, right, uh, I'm going to continue onwards. So, yeah, the current network. Fine. Yeah, the, the, the main lines are you've got a huge cluster in the central belt. You've got the connection up the East Coast main line. You've got the connection down the, the, the West Coast main line into England. You've got the uh, the Borders Railway. You've got the line down to Stranraer. You've got the West Highland lines, plural, of, of like uh, connecting to Oban, Fort William and Malig. Uh, you've got then the, uh, the Highland main line, which goes from uh, really from... Uh, Really, the Highland Mainline's from Perth up to Inverness, but I suppose you can kind of call it a bit of an... Some people argue that it's part of the East Coast, but it's... no, it's not. The Highland Line from Perth to Inverness and sort of including the bit from Stirling to Perth, if you like, but actually, really, that's... I don't know. I don't know what the official name of that is, but that's kind of the, it's the te- it's doing the job of, of uh, connecting the the central belt up towards both Perth and and Aberdeen, um, and then yeah, you've got the the East Coast Main Line if you like, or rather kind of the Edinburgh Aberdeen line kind of going up the East Coast. You've got the Five Circle, you've got the the weird bizarre single track thing that goes from Perth to Ladybank, um, and you've got then the the far north lines, which is the Kyle line and the the, the line up to George Mass Junction, splitting going off to Thurstone Wick. Um, and, and i've got this in geographical form which will make it make more sense as well and, and there's loads of stuff in the central belt that i've not talked about um but anyway that's the broad structure um, and, and, and it makes more sense geographically uh this map is indeed me- missing the leaving link yeah it's because it doesn't exist yet um uh yeah i'm not quite sure how they're going to draw it on this style they have to redraw it gutted anywho um right that's it that's it we're only half an hour in good grief this took a lot longer does the Highland Main Line include the West Highland Line? No, they're totally separate. So the West Highland Line is this bit here, totally separate from the Highland Main Line. So uh, the West Highland Line was—it's uh, kind of a, yeah—they're—they're they're totally separate. they are they are totally separate, um, and uh, and you, it takes ages to connect to connect between them. And this—this this is it's, Matt Reed. It's interesting that you point that out because it's. Um, uh, oh detour name the data required for Ireland and I'll see what is uh, sourceable for Ireland a few, ooh. oh thanks detour yeah I'll, um, I'll message you on the discord that's uh, that's very useful Um, Jordan Jack can't stick around for the whole ep we'll catch up thanks for article in rail about CNER oh yeah yeah yeah. the campaign for, to open northeast railway action uh, if you'd solved my piece in rail uh, in rail magazine Wait a minute, it's here it's in front of me right now look it's here is it uh yeah it is look it's me it's me writing stuff in rail uh, yeah, which is topical for what we're talking about. Uh, anyway, yeah, have a look at that. If you're a general railway opening, reopening or, or rail line campaigner, I just generally give some broad advice about what works uh, in there. Anyway, right, I'm waffling. Let's get on with things. So we're going to look at the map. Firstly, let's get Google Earth up. So we're starting with nothing. We've got – here is uh, a big island that is a very, very strange and, for me at least, very recognisable shape, which is uh, – the British mainland, there it is. Um, this line here, this spiky line here is the Scottish border. Um, and north of that is Scotland. South of it is England. And uh, north of it, also, also there's lots of islands. Many, many islands, Hebrides and Orkney and then also Shetland, which is pretty much Norway. Uh, but anyway, um, and you can see the lumpy bits. You can see all the spiky, lumpy stuff here of the, the Scottish Highlands. Uh, and there's the, the kind of the Grampian Mountains with the Cairngorms in the middle there looking very tall. Uh, mountainy 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 The current existing network looks like this. So there's the existing network. So that kind of helps, hopefully helps geographically to explain what's going on. Um, uh, where are lots of chat going on. Uh, yes, they do come very close at one point. Yeah, uh, here they are very close. Uh, I've cycled this. uh The connection, actually, I've not cycled the close, but I've cycled the far a bit down from down along Loch, uh, kind of this way along Loch ranach and to. Uh, but that's a kind of by the by they do get very close at one point uh, here they are looking very close um, there's uh, Loch Trigue and there is uh, did I say Loch Rannach I don't mean Loch Rannoch at all uh, anyway I'm waffling uh, that's is it Tummel? no I'm getting confused Loch Rannoch is this one um, there it is yeah. anyway I digress substantially uh, Tulloch <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted because I always like looking at maps and I get excitable and then start reminiscing about railways and, and also I'm getting my loss wrong because that's... Wait a minute. There is... Uh, this, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, lost many loss. Anyway, yeah, there's the West Highland line. Uh, there's it coming to Fort William. Right, I, I, I digress. Broadly, you can see there is the Scottish railway map. You can see the squiggly far north line going up to uh, Wick and Thurso. You can see the line going to Kyle. You can see the line going to Malik. There's... Uh, Fort William here. There's Oban. Uh, the lines meet at Creanlarich. There used to be a connection across here. We'll get to that. Um, and then you've got the lines going down the west coast, and then the the west coast main line. Weirdly, is this squiggly one here? You you wouldn't think so, would you? And then the the, the line, the kind of the Dumfries line that goes down here as well. And then the east coast main line doing its thing, um, and then the Borders railway sort of uh, going down the middle. So that's the rail network, and then you know the Aberdeen Inverness line via Brodie, and then the Aberdeen down to Dundee here. And you've got the connections kind of around through five so there there's the map there's the map now as ever how, how did i do this last time well i plotted uh kind of uh settlements didn't i so i started with the let's hide the existing railway map now forget forget the existing railway map we're just going to bring up the um the settlement so in terms of town tar- same methodology as wales if, if for those of you who um who watched again sorry for audio and i don't know how well this is going to work, but. We have, uh, we have uh, Greater Glasgow if you like. We have Greater Edinburgh in a very weird splodge, indicating the bizarre way that the constituency or or sort of authority authority boundaries are drawn. You have Dundee and you have Aberdeen. Those are the four main Scottish uh, settlements, the four uh, greater than one hundred thousand uh, population settlements: Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dundee, Aberdeen. Um, then we follow up with the 50,000 to 100,000 settlements. And all of those are in the central belt. So uh, what have we got? We've got, um, is that just kind of broadly sort of Glenrothes area around there? And then we've got, um, uh, let's see, we've also got, uh, we've got, what's that like, Livingston sort of area? Is that, then, uh, what's this bit? This will be, actually, what? Yeah, what is th- well, I don't – some of these are kind of – they're kind of, like, broadly map onto sort of towns, sort of – so that the reason I'm hesitating is because they kind of splodge onto kind of being unitary authority type situations. Uh, like, if I go onto the rail map online, which we're going to look at quite extensively, um, yeah, so you've kind of got, like, the one up there. I don't know what that, that group is, but it's, like, Kirklintoch and sort of Cadder, Bishop Briggs and, and Steps and all that lump up there. And right up to, I mean, it's Cumber, oh, that's Cumbernault. it's Cumbernauld, it's Cumbernauld. Of course, it's Cumbernauld. Everyone, thank you. Um, and then you've got like East Kilbride. So you, you've got kind of these big urban areas, kind of some of them being new towns actually. Um, then we go for the ten to fifty k, and lots more places. You know, I'm not going to name all these. All of a sudden, you've got lots more places have appeared, um, including some place. So at this point, you can see Inverness is it's ti- deceptively tiny. Inverness has only just appeared there, ten to fifty. Uh, you've got Huntley... Uh, You've got uh, Fraserborough, Peterhead, uh, Ellen, Inverurie. What the hell is this shape? Inverurie, I could not recognize this shape because what is that? But I presume that's because, is it because the, I don't know why. I presume it's the the authority boundary. So, I mean, it's very strange. I don't recognize, Inverurie is a very distinctive teardrop shape. You can see I grew up there, a very distinctive teardrop shape with leaky bits as as it's kind of expanded. But that, that shape is strange unless they're kind of, unless it's somehow the data's told me a load of big plans. Uh, it's done rather than Glenrothes. Thanks, Sunil Divert. Yeah, I know, I was I, I stacked it. Um and then is that West Hill? I presume that's West Hill. Uh next to Aberdeen. Anyway, so uh these places. Uh, you'll notice none no others now. So so that's that's so it's very much Central Belt. There uh, then uh kind of Dumfries, I presume. Is it Dumfries? Uh let's go in here and check to double check, make sure I'm not embarrassing myself again. Uh let's go down here. Yeah, it's Dumfries, good. Um, and then you've got you've got kind of the the, the sort of Stranrar and then some of the kind of the stuff on the on the the coast opposite um, opposite Butte, kind of all of it, this stuff. You kind of round the kind of coast here. So that's the that's the that's that that's kind of the the larger place. And then the last dots are the five to ten thousand population uh, centers and and there's loads of these around the central belt obviously you've got a few Oh, also no there are a couple of the kind of uh, places appeared along the borders railway actually which i presume is like uh, gala melrose is that bit and then that's hoik is that right i kind of presume that's what the, the two larger ones are um and uh, yeah so five to ten i'm not going to name all of them uh, other than a few kind of in east lothian but the, the more interesting ones are um fort william and lochaber which is a big old lump there uh, Oban and Thurso Wick up here as well. Uh, along with, uh, what is it? Um, Bewley and, uh, yeah. I don't know where, yeah, which is it? It's Bewley, it's, uh, oh, is that Olness? Is Olness the other large one? Yeah, and Dingwall, not Bewley, sorry, forgive me. Uh, where is, where? I don't know, it isn't Bewley, it's Bewley's smaller, so Bewley's even smaller, so it is Dingwall. Oh, I knew people from Dingwall. I know if I know people from there, it's got to be large Sorry, sorry, Dingwall and all nest. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing many things at once, and my Scottish geography has immediately collapsed into Scotnats. So you're allowed to shout at me about this. It's fine. Anyway, um, so there is the, our splodge map. Uh, there is our lovely splodge map, and so just as we did last time, we start with the big, easy, obvious connectors. So. 100,000 connectors, and and there we go, kind of obvious, and also it's, it's, oh, the rule that I've applied, by the way, is that, and this will come into play in a slightly interesting way, in a couple of interesting ways, uh, when we get down to the bottom of the network, Um, none of these lines can be, you know, none of the node-to-node connectors can be more than 100 kilometers long, I didn't do that for the Welsh one, but I don't think I needed to, Um, whereas for this one... um, Uh, For this one, um, uh, yeah, I've limited it so none of these kind of node connectors can be longer than 100 kilometers, which is kind of an interesting little... uh, You'll see why that makes things interesting shortly. So this is obvious. You have a connection from Edinburgh to... Oh, also, so all the the connectors go into a weird bit of Edinburgh because it's the center of the mass of this blob, even though, obviously, you know, Waverley Station is um, here so don't worry too much about that it's uh, it's almost useful to remind me that it's connecting to the urban area not the station necessarily this is this is a broad brush stuff right so uh connector from edinburgh to, to dundee which which you know when we click the the existing railway network uh in a roundabout way uh okay a pretty roundabout way kind of exists already right it's not great Um, but it kind of exists already. Likewise, dundee Aberdeen, yeah, it exists. And and given that we're proposing that these should be, um, as as with the Welsh map, these are the highest density connectors. These should all be electrified two-track railways throughout, uh, which, (laughs) um, okay, in the case of Aberdeen-Dundee, it certainly isn't. It's got rubbish line speeds in a few places as well, and uh, also the infrastructure's falling to bits, as evidenced by uh, 2020. Um, And uh, also... Dundee to Edinburgh, well, it's a commuter line. It's not an intercity line. There is not a decent intercity connection between Dundee and Edinburgh, so so issues. However, um, there are better connections between uh, so certainly, kind of Glasgow Dundee is, is pretty is, is not bad, or it's 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 kind of pretty weedy, but actually it's not bad. I think per mile, even though it's a longer distance, I think per mile it covers it quicker than um, than Edinburgh Dundee does because of the, the the five faff, if you like. And then probably the most effective because there are lots of connections, lots of fast connections, and all of them are electrified. You can see what you can see the uh, weirdly um it's the it's the ergy bathgate line that's the most direct straight line between the or between our dot anyway um bathgate is the straightest direct most direct line um the falkirk high line is, uh, is a bit it's a bit out there but given that you can see that it's kind of going up through um it's going up through cumbernauld and then it's kind of coming down through some of those urban population areas although skirting around them in a bit of a weird way like the network maybe would make more sense if it was but anyway you can sort of see what's going on there. Um, you can sort of see some of this, so this is going to get more dense and more complicated as we as we start drawing the dots with with the with the kind of the connectors between the smaller places i think very quickly this mesh becomes complicated Um. so this is so so there we go so that's our that's our core intercity network needs to be uh, connecting these four sectors so let's try the next line of uh, line of connectors which is the, the 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 connectors between everywhere greater than 50 you know all population centers greater than fifty thousand, and already it's got complicated and you can see some duplication as well and actually i suppose some of these lines i'd maybe just get rid of them and have a, a kind of if i was doing it in r i think you can do like angle you can delete lines based on how close an angle they if they, there's too shallow an angle between them it'll delete the longer one and keep the shorter ones i, I presume that's how you program it in coders uh people who write r slash any code that does this that does this sort of thing i presume that's kind of right yeah Um by the way for anyone who's network 2050 adjacent um involved in this um uh yes if anyone um anyone who's in, involved in the network 20 network network 2050 stuff this is the 2022 plan we're going to incorporate this logic into pulling out the data that we've got so drawing these nodal maps and then influencing them by the data sets that we've got. That's that's the plan, but we'll, we'll talk more, more, about it, more about that at the end. Um, so this one gets messier. I'm going to switch off the larger connectors to make it a bit clearer, but you can see lots of... just There's just chaos. There's kind of a bit of chaos, and, and this chaos in the central belt is going to happen, and it's partly as a result of the fact that there's kind of just a general... There's not an obvious linear con- pattern between these. There's just a huge splodge of all sorts going on everywhere. Things... Um, obviously converge uh, going northwards. These settlements, if I hide, you know, if I hide these, you can see these settlements are broadly in the central belt. So connecting them, you've got, perhaps you'd go, yeah. and the way you might end up, you might end up with a connector here, kind of going along. And if we draw the existing map, yeah, you might end up with connectors sort of going from uh, the, this side of Glasgow into central Glasgow, up Cumbernauld, and then maybe across into here. And, and you, by that point, you start saying, oh, that kind of explains the Falkirk High Line a bit. Fair enough um in terms of the connectors southwards yeah again it's a bit you know what 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 is the best and you can see it becomes challenging like, how are you providing for you know how, how, what, what way are we what's the optimized way to provide for this pattern and this is where clever networking uh, algorithms can do the work hi ella um uh, john Christopher saying he probably didn't arc map with a bit of python scripting yeah probably i need to learn python uh roaming please because it's made a huge saltire sort of yeah um yeah, I need to learn Python because then I could do this stuff not manually. I just did this in CAD manually. So if it's not great, it's because I've done it manually in CAD. But I've, I've tried to draw all of, or later on when I've got a huge number of nodes, I, I've i probably missed some connectors. But um, probably because it would be to the point where it becomes impossible to, to view. But you kind of see. I think you kind of get the gist of what I'm explaining. And then what what the way this then shapes this is not the network shouldn't just look like this. This is more like service patterns. But what you then do is, as as I say, a mixture of okay, well this this node is this this connector is duplicated by these two, so you can get rid of this one. Um, actually, you'd get rid of this straight line because you can go between these two. So that so the two of those drop out. And by the time you sort of do a few number, for example, this one, you would say, well, get rid of this one because it's kind of connected. By the time you've got rid of those it'll start looking more like a network map. And if I'd had more time this week, I'd have probably gone through that process a bit. But actually, there were so many. I kind of got somewhat disheartened by how many appeared later on. But I think it's interesting for discussion purposes. And also, it's interesting for when you overlay the existing map, sort of seeing how some of these lines, sort of where some of these nodes, node connectors, kind of how they function. Also, like being being embarrassed by how uselessly some of these areas are, are connected. Although saying that, some of them, it's because the the area does not tally to the, urban area i think it's a scotland thing because the welsh one they tallied quite nicely to the to the built-up area these ones the scott the scottish data collection is different so um yeah not not ideal that was my main frustration is with this data set it's clearly collected slightly differently for scotland in that it's covering an area it's not just covering the built-up area it's covering the kind of the broader area which is, is kind of a bit of a pain so um but there we go uh you know you live and learn quality of data into the one you know quality of data input is is critical um, but you, I, there are already people going, ah, yeah, that's a fair point. That doesn't seem to connect. Yeah, there are some gaps. There are some fundamental gaps. Uh, these two being absolutely key. East called Bride. Yeah, exactly. Like Hamilton, east, uh, kind of Hamilton Motherwell. east called Bride. Connection fundamentally lacking. Um, this is Doolally that this doesn't. That this connection doesn't exist. Really, it's really really strange. Um, yeah. So so already you're kind of starting to see. Well, that's a bit strange. Why is that like that? um actually if i switch this off this yeah because uh man west lothian is what a place you know just smoke coming out the ground what a place um but yeah you can see this kind of connected but it's bo- bounded by both north and south by the um by the shots line and by the uh the of bathgate line so that's more interesting uh and then the the dunfermline is sort of quite weirdly it's kind of you see the railways, Part forms the uh, forms the boundary there actually, which is quite interesting. So done is there, uh, not badly served, I suppose, uh, all things considered. Pretty pretty nice services uh, through the kind of five circle there. There's the five circle. Um. Anyway, so that, but that's a let's face it, that's still pretty straightforward. So let's look at. Uh, let's switch the the network back off again, and let's switch all of our connectors off again. So we've switched back on the. Um, we've switched on our 10 to 50k towns. Now we're going to switch on the 10 to 50k connectors. So we, we've already had the this sort of the the 50 to 100k connectors. Now we're going to t- switch on the 10 to 50k connectors, and all of a sudden you see this shape appear, and it's quite a satisfying shape. It's quite an interesting shape, and similar to similar to Wales, you start seeing the the propensity for where the main bulk of infrastructure ought to be. And interestingly, it maps, or not, maybe not interestingly, uh, adjacently or, or kind of incidentally, or ma- rather absolutely obviously, it maps onto where those population densities are, are higher, so where those towns exist. So this map now starts looking much more like a sort of a surface mesh. Uh, this looks like the sort of thing I generate. I was trying to work out if I could output these as, as single point nodes into into BRT and actually output them as a surface mesh Uh, and then i could have limited the length but i was faffing with it and it didn't didn't quite work and my license did weird things because i'm running VAI and blah blah blah. Microstation chat but anyway um this is yeah so you start so again limited by 100k what's the first thing you notice is there's no connection across the highlands so the 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 optimized sort of route to to kind of provide kind of optimize infrastructure versus serving population groups is is actually that you'd upgrade to have the the uh, certainly this level of density you'd be looking at the at the east coast as being the prime route which is kind of interesting um so i found that very interesting the other thing that starts appearing is um now i i didn't connect all of the cross sea things but what i did do is given that the green part given that the scottish greens have said that they're looking at connectors across the fourth i thought well you know what Actually, okay, I could have put another connector in there, and that that probably would have been relevant, but and I didn't, so you know I could have done that. But anyway, I think you get, it makes the point that actually you can see that with all these connections, it would be use very useful from a network perspective. And I'm not doing the job of this. You know, I'm not paid by the Scottish Greens. This is I. I don't think it's a crazy idea to suggest a new connection across the fourth. I really don't. Um, and and this you know by the fact that. Um, if I'd ignored the coast, that node would have drawn. Uh, sorry, that connector would have drawn. That connector would have drawn, so it would have wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have been that crazy, and you'd have end, and those could then have been in turn served by. If I did my rule of if the angle is shallow and the length, and, uh, you know, delete the longer one. Um, it would have ended up probably if I followed that. It would end up with drawing a line not far from where the Scottish Greens put their tunnel. So, um, the tunnel is a bit further inland. Actually, they they've kind of got it here. That this this would be an enormous undertaking. They'd actually have the tunnel kind of here, but but you can sort of see that there's a definite value in having a, an additional connectivity across the fourth. I, I just think it's um yes I think it's people as people are saying isn't the population affected by transport links yeah it is and um and yes you in terms of creating a long term transport strategy you need to think about spatial planning and what you want to do but I'm making the assumption that population is that we're serving the existing population, um, so. The thing that's interesting is then if you overlay the existing railway map on top of this sp- this big old splash here, also you can see Strandrar is kind of only barely manages to make it into into the network. Uh, but also you can see that just this incredibly dense mesh in the Scottish Central Belt. So let's then put our existing map on top of this again, and you see that oh look there is sort of that that triangle does sort of exist. And yes, this is a bit doolally. Partly it's geography and partly. Kind of connecting other things that these that these uh, alignments get to Lally. You can see that see borders there as a connection. You can also see that borders is like, uh, you know, the the lack of connectivity down from uh, Gala down to um, Hoyk. and then and then actually this says is, is Dumfries. I've I've kind of left my boundary conditions as not interested, but I could have put a node at the mainline connections you know i could have done that for wales as well but i decided not to because i said i thought right we're just going to look at scotland in isolation forget the connections to the rest of the uk uh hendy's on that you know so what else is interesting so we've got uh, yeah kind of in fife uh in fife it's good you could see the kind of the network shape it's not far off what it is now i mean fundamentally it, it it's luca's great but it's missing that connection into st andrews that looks like an obvious so that that feels like an obvious node that should really be on the network so yeah um perth there kind of include you can see it's sort of involved so if we think about the the network you know again another way that you might we've talked about od pairs another way you might consider these is by like so you get rid of this line if you can have a within a certain percentage of journey time um or and capacity but, but journey time um you'd potentially get rid of a node if you can duplicate another. So but at this point you can sort of see that there is some level of useful connectivity to then come round here, but then this this is you know, this this connection up here is is strange to be missed out. The the connection up here to um uh to sort of the stir well it's not let me go in and zoom in a bit more. So this is, is this just the Sterling Splodge? It's a bit of a weird Yeah. Anyway um, this whole splodge is obviously a bit of a strange, massive shape. It doesn't really look like that. It's really just sterling. So, you, so you can sort of see how that that shape works. Um, uh, Ella, there is a demo, and I owe you a graphics for the, the the demo build as well. Sorry, I've I've been tuned out of it because I've been tuned into day job a bit uh, more of late. Uh, working in the office helps. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's the so you you sort of see some of these patterns emerging, which I think is really interesting. Um, but then, if you look at the existing rail map, yeah, the fact that you've got the the Highland Main Line doesn't make it on, and you, you might think, well, you know, okay, fine, but surely it'll appear on when when some of the settlements along the Highland Main Line justify the fact that that line will appear, right? Incorrect, because if you'll notice, there are none. There are no five thousand plus settlements along the Highland Main Line. Not even Pitt Lockery or, or you know Blair Athol is pretty tiny, but Lockery is not tiny, but it is tiny. It's less than five thousand. So by these rules, so if I then put my bright blue connectors in, there we are, there's the bright blue connectors, and if I zoom out, I'll get rid of the old uh, connect- connectors, there we are, you can see it's a pretty dense mesh now, now that I've added in my little blue, like my, my dark blue nodes, these are quite hard to see, aren't they? Sorry. Um, but, what do we notice? So, Fort William has appeared, uh, as has Oban, and so... Fairly quickly, see, and what'll be interesting is see what's the quickest way based on these nodes. What's the quickest way to get from Inverness to Glasgow? And you start seeing that oh, actually, the the quickest way is to go from actually there should probably be a node from there to, to there. Oh, maybe yeah, probably possibly hundred kilometers. I'm not quite sure. Possibly, I'm noticing that because I did this manually, I'm noticing nodes that I potentially missed. But anyway, I think you're all getting the gist. Um, what would be great is if I made these brighter. Wouldn't it would make everyone's life easier. Should, should I should do that? Let me, let me just go to color uh let's go for let's make it let's make it yeah that's a little bit easier isn't it so there's all of our um all of our nodal conne- uh, connectors let's get rid of the existing map again uh, the existing railway lines as well so yes the density of mesh in the central belt is is unfathomably complex and and this is just where this system well, in a way, it kind of doesn't work. It's too comp. I mean, it would once you start applying rules to it. I think it would tidy itself up. But the, but the first pass is such a complexly dense mesh that it's it's not that useful for the purposes of this real matter. But what I think it's quite interesting is the fact that this is the now. So this is now any. This is the following, if you like, the Green Party, the, the Scottish Greens' rule of five thousand population uh, settlements uh, or more. Two interesting things. Number one, interesting thing: no Highland Mainline. The preference is actually pretty obviously for a route up the uh, the Great Glen, uh, yep, which is interesting. So that's there's the preference of route that is less than 100 kilometers. So so this is anything if you if I didn't have the 100 kilometer rule, it would obviously draw the nodes. But this is this is using the 100 kilometer rule. Other thing, poor old Thurso and Wick are up in, in isolation. There's no shorter than it's about 110 kilometers, I think, to get up to either one of them. So that line uh, didn't draw either. So, interestingly, those are excluded. So, I, I, because I think you need to have a contiguous network, I think obviously the my rule I should have broken my rule for that bit to, to have a connection in, and, and I'd pick the, the shorter one, and it wouldn't make much difference because you know there's George Mass there, lovely George Mass Junction, George Mass. Um, so. So that's those are two quite interesting observations. The other thing is kind of how you, you do get this sort of density around the Black Isle, which is quite interesting. Although excluding the Black Isle entirely, um, you know that's that's interesting. Uh, other interesting things: the density in um, in the northeast, which is relevant to um, to CNER's uh, campaign, because they're pointing out that there is a lack of connectivity. Um, we have got, uh, there's Bankery, so there's West Hill, there's Bankery. You can see Bankery is part of that, it needs to be part of that, and there's Haven. So you can see, there's Bankery, Bankery justifies its connectivity, and, and yes, the network wouldn't be all these million lines, the point is that you'd have, so if we overlay the existing network, you can kind of see. The other thing that's quite interesting is that the um, is that you get, um, it's a pretty straight line connecting the through, the, it's not too bad, that, that connection of the, you know, the, the Inverie sorry, the, uh, the Aberdeen to Inverness line. It's kind of not, okay, it's pretty weavy, but it's not too bad. Ideally, it would be more straight, but it's not, it's not too bad. It, it Its capacity is. Well, what would happen if you put the limit at, say, 125 kilometres? Would the Highland Main Line appear? I think it. I don't think the Highland Main Line does. Uh, obviously, you get this connection, you get a few more connections down in the borders as well, a few more things appear down here. Um... But no, I don't think the Highland Main Line does. I think that distance is like um, it's like one hundred what is one hundred and forty? I think it's something. It's quite long. Like it's just it's 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 a pretty long distance. Yeah. Um. Good question. Um. So sorry, I've waffled a lot there, but that's the, that that that's I've felt like an interesting. It's kind of you know maybe not um quite as insightful as the Welsh railway map one. Other thing, the Highland Main Line and the and the Kyle Line both you know, I'm glad they're there and that we shouldn't get rid of them, but it's interesting that they, you know, they're not certain. These are highly loss-making railway lines, as they rightly should be, because they're there as a public service, but it's interesting that they don't, you know, the the the, the line to Fort William connects to Fort William, justifies itself, Oban, likewise, but to Fort William, sorry, to, to Malig and to to Kyle... Not so much. But again, this is the situation where, a bit like we talked about with, Comar- with the connection between Carmarthen and Aberystwyth, there's that tourist relevance. Again, like the lines up to Putheli, um, there's that tourist relevance. There is value in having a railway to not result in congestion of sort of some pretty sensitive landscapes. Um, so, yeah. And also, it's a fantastic way to tour Sky is to, although some, yeah, I mean, bus uh, is apparently not as great even as it was when I used to do this. But get on the bike, get the get the ferry from Malig with your bike up uh, onto onto Sky, and then do the do the do the whole loop right the way around each of the each of the three peninsulas It's just absolutely yeah strong vigorous recommend. And um, so that's that's the map. Uh, I th- I, th- I think it's quite interesting. I think it's interesting that 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 gap is interesting. Perhaps uh, perhaps the gap up to Thurston Wick is less obvious because it's such a it's, it's it's known that it's a spectacularly um I mean the other thing is is you know yeah these these stations are all yeah I mean like you wouldn't get rid of them because there's, there's, they're more populated than this but they're definitely I always think oh come on just connect <laughs> skip that loop and increase the journey you know improve the journey times but anyway um it's that challenge of journey times versus service provision anyway I waffle there's the map was, i don't know was that was that was that interesting was it useful was it basically pointless um for me some of the interesting things come in in like is is the next question that i can't achieve without programming without the input of of, of everyone on you know of, of some of yourselves who are watching or listening is is that, that then taking it the next step of like right well okay if you start looking at some of those simple geometric things like angles between nodes uh, so if you've got a very shallow angle between between nodes, uh, nodal connectors, then you get rid of the longer one, keep the shorter one. Uh if you apply that rule, I think it very even that rule alone will probably tidy it up quite a lot. Um I think then if you start applying some of the other things like, okay, well if this one serves more than one node, then prioritize that one, delete the other one if if, if there are enough within a certain band. I think with some basic geometry based kind of um connector deleting rules, I think the map would start looking more sensible more quickly. So there's kind of a bit of a call out there. Is 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 I'd like to automate automate this because yes, we are going to start doing this for other parts of the UK. I'd like to do it for the island of Ireland as well, actually, as a, as a whole. Um, but also start doing it perhaps regionally to start with. Um, it'd be interesting to do it for for the region, you know, to to, to for the start with kind of the transport for the North's region and then do one for Midlands Connect region and, and and kind of keep doing that. It might be interesting to do that. But if I start doing that, the density of population in England means that I'm going to need to automate this process it going to need to become an automatic process so before I do the next episode um it would be cool to um to to start automating this so um and so for this first stage of automation I don't mean in taking all the stuff from the network 2050 project which is a load of huge amount of open data for now just the geometry just the geomet- geometric rules which I think would be fun to play with so um yeah get get, get in touch if you're interested in, in doing that thing uh, that sort of thing um, there's an the map, I, we, I'm going to go for questions, don't worry this is not the end of the episode quite yet I know it's, I've actually kind of managed to keep it to an hour which is good Sun um, uh, Sunil is saying yes, Waiting. different aspects would be interesting programmatically, uh, as people have suggested ports for the islands, yeah, agreed on the ports for the islands, those are critical, because almost those you can almost count those as weighting those as the entire population of the island um, as justifying that connection. So, yeah, so for, for, like, Kyle and 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 Malik, that kind of answers that. And, yeah, so th- so those would be interesting, and some of those discussions would be really cool. Um, yeah, John Christoph, you, you make a very good point about freight. These are passenger only, so freight clearly is is, is more complex because I don't have – it's not as easy to get access to, like, well, how? how what do those nodes – what justifies the existence of the no- those nodes? Is it just – uh rail flight interchanges or is it still population or is it you know that's more complicated so i've stuck to passengers only people only just sort of for the simplicity of, of, of kind of looking at what that shape is um yeah so it's, it's a very good point it's a very good point um oh yes i even got a tab up so this is part of the discussion that I didn't have which is which I should have had un- un- unfortunately I don't have a data set of Scottish former railway lines that I could import into Google Earth to show you like I did for Wales if you remember the Welsh one um, when I had the Wales map we actually had the I, I kind of had them in a in-, in a thin a nice thin pale line of the old, all the old former railways Um no, it's nice. kind of nice to see that. Hello, old friend. Anyway, I don't have that for Scotland because for some reason I only have them for England and Wales. Well, not for some reason, because some someone's, uh, I don't know, angry. And, and and maybe I should contact the Rail Map Online uh, people because uh, they're brilliant. Um, but you can see some of it. So yes, there are former railway lines out to Bankery that, that, that satisfy that node. I suppose it's just a bit less pretty for me to compare without... Yeah, it'd be nice to get all of these into a Google Earth KML... And compare them but you can see that there are some so so for example some of the obvious gaps uh what have we got are there connections at the south you know connecting between Stranraer and Dumfries well of course there is yeah um there is you know the uh there there you are you made that connection um so 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 yes there are lots of lines that, that did, did do the jobs of some of those uh nodal connectors that, that don't exist anymore um certainly in the northeast there are uh, although the, the the North Coast one was always interesting, there was never actually a connection between you know um, local hero Penan, uh, Banff and Fraserburgh. There was that that connection never actually existed. It, it it kind of ran out to Banff and then ended. I don't know if ever there was a plan for one, but yeah, they never it never certainly never came to fruition. I mean, invariably there was a plan for one, but it, ne- it never came to fruition. Um, but the obvious ones are kind of up to Peter Heed and Fraserburgh. There there are kind of connections that exist, and then I think some of the connections. I mean, Fife absolutely connections there that that, exi- that, that exist that exist um that don't exist that ought to for example the right where they're the fife coast i think is 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 interesting to look at as a so you've got so yeah so interesting this nodal thing says no to to that it just says a, a straight connection from uh leaving up to uh sort of you know the, the this cluster up here up to up to up to st andrews which then if you look at the former railways there was there is actually a part built one where is the part built one Oh no, there's a part built one that was like, this is where Queen of South Africa ran back and forth for a bit, wasn't it? There's sort of a half, yeah. So, so there's no existing, so that's an example of one where beaching, sort of beaching, where the, the pre mid 20th century railway map didn't provide the answer there. It hadn't, hadn't done the sensible thing. It had gone, it had done lots of weavy stuff. There was the coastal version, but there wasn't a direct connection. So, so yeah, it's interesting to kind of make that comparison. Any use for Highland Main Line to West Highland Line connection? Well, according to our nodal map, uh, no. What is, but but if you like, what you could say is that this node here represents a useful connection that you could make uh, or justify to come up here, um, round the back, and then link up. Um, so so kind of uh, let's have a look at the former railway map uh, because no such thing ever existed. So kind of the Lagan Road. If you kind of came up the Lagan Road uh, and then connected it at Newtonmore, that connection could be a useful one because it could then do the job of the uh, of our um, it could do the job of our Fort William to Inverness connecting connection so so that could suddenly make sense and from a tourism perspective the usefulness of how so many people make that journey that road is chock-a-block with coaches it would be incredibly valuable to have a direct connection between Fort William and Inverness. so for me that's an example of a a key omission in 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 total for the whole of the railway history of Scotland That, that that's never existed um but I think it ought to um, and it was kind of, the intentions were to build a line up, up to Fort William, uh, up from Fort William to Inverness. Um, in fact, I think I talked about that in my in my interview when I was talking about the the Connell Bridge. There were long-term aspirations for that, but it got kiboshed by stupid, uh, you know, railway company competition. So, um, yes. Um L, the developer, yes, I will have a chat with you about display stuff. I, I, I need to engage a bit with that. You've, you've done, you've all done some fantastic work at Network Twenty Fifty, which is why when I get these slides back, yeah. So we did all that. Uh, okay, yeah. Thoughts? Uh, any other thoughts before I? So before I go to thoughts, yeah. Network Twenty Fifty. Um. So it's uh. So this 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 is based on this was people who were very excited. No, people who were very excited on the previous um uh previous the, the Welsh episode and uh, kind of got involved in, I mentioned network 2050 and kind of what it had been and what it was becoming and now it's become a formal thing with loads of people getting involved um and uh, and and so yeah, I think we'll tease this at some point. When uh, there's a visualization, there's, there's a kind of a bit of a, a, a proof that I can that I need to have a look at. So for all the you of you, those of you who've been working on this, thanks so much for the effort you put into it. It's fantastic. We've crowdsourced this incredible. So sort of there are two things going on. This the, the kind of the front end that obviously you know how people see it, and then the back end of the data sets. And there's uh, kind of Will Deacon's been doing a lot of work with the data sets, and a lot of people. In fact, uh, Dutois is here, kind of uh, one of the people kind of. I know loads of people are kind of involved in that, the data side as well, but also there's the front end actually making it work. Um, there is a demo version in my DMs, so that's very exciting. So um, for all the people, the Network Twenty Fifty people, thank you so much for the efforts. And this this is sort of this this thing that what we've talked about now the algorithm side, it's probably quite easy to implement actually, um, and it'd be quite fun to have it as a layer. It could be quite fun to have it as a layer in the twenty twenty one release of, of Network Twenty Fifty. The twenty twenty two release will be the modifiers is when you start using the data to then is when you can, from my idea is that you can go from the simplified nodal map to clicking on datasets and getting them to then display what the network would look like if you buy, if you're taking into account these various datasets. So if you take account of all of the datasets, you then have, including potentially biasing against where existing, towards where existing infrastructure or, former railway corridors are you then have the idealized network 2050 and that for me is like the end of 2022 is going to be the exciting sort of that's how yeah for me that's what the that's the end state of network 2050 the project reaches its its useful conclusion at the end of 2022 when we when we implement that so that's going to be fun so that's the end state for those who are interested in them in the network 2050 project so yes thoughts thanks for thanks for listening I, i realize it's not run on that long we're doing all right but um yeah send in your thoughts um uh Sunil uh, Sunil, uh, Sunil I keep saying Sunil Sunil yes um uh, they did get partway there they got to Fort Augustus actually uh and it was the like it was a hilarious it was quite a hell it's it's now a good cycle lane for much of its length not all of it um it's quite interesting to have a look uh, cycle on that line uh, I have done it's nice um no pressure for the dev team yeah no pressure if it isn't 2022 it's not 2022 but I think yeah it's not hugely complex and I think that, um, that yeah, the 2022 bit is probably a lot harder because it's lots of things talking to each other. The 2021 bit is much easier because essentially there's lots of static layers that just have to sort of graphically interact with each other all right on a user interface. So, yeah, the 2022 stuff is a bit harder, but we'll we'll get there. Um, uh, yeah, we've talked about Freight already a bit, Michael C. Um, if we included Freight, I don't know how it would modify the network, but we need to develop the right nodes to start with to understand how that would shape the network. Uh, whether whether I do that in addition to the passenger nodes, or whether I do that separately and have two separate networks that then overlay and interact with each other, um, thoughts on a postcard, discuss in the Discord, um, and maybe we can have a look at doing a freight one. You know, um, yeah, it could be interesting. Um, uh, Matt Reed, if I was going to put high speed rail in Scotland, where would I put it? I'd put it along along the uh, yeah, I'd I'd put it along these this line. The 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 definitely be going along our big the big bright line connectors, so this one. High-speed rail, so there'd be high-speed rail connecting Edinburgh-Glasgow, Glasgow to uh, Dundee, Dundee to Edinburgh, and then Dundee to Aberdeen. There, uh, So one, two, three, four separate high-speed lines. Um, should HS2 trains run through Aberdeen via the ECML? No, they shouldn't we should run uh the the that coastal line is better to run an all stopping but higher frequency electrified service um so you you're better to have slightly so once you electrify that whole thing and ideally get rid of all the single track sections um you could have a pretty you could maintain the current journey times but you could you but you could stop everywhere because you'd have substantially improved acceleration and and journey times through that you know additional timetable resilience from double tracking everything um you could actually run trains that stop everywhere and are electrified and are not, you know, made of plywood uh, or fiberglass, literally. Um, uh, run those, and you could, and that would achieve a decent service. I think uh, you don't necessarily need to have high speed lines. I mean, you, you could if you want to in the future, but the reality is there's a lot more to be done to the Scottish railway network before you need to worry about high speed rail. There is the def- the, the density that high speed rail between Glasgow and Edinburgh might be justified, but that becomes a slightly different question. This is a bit of a network question. High-speed rail becomes more of a capacity and an operational question, uh, more than just an infrastructure question. Uh, should HS2 run their extension on the west coast to east coast mainline? The west coast mainline, absolutely. You look at this map, east coast mainlines all the way around here, fast around here. It's a direct straight line up to the straight line from uh, kind of uh, this side up, and also it means that you're balancing you're balancing the the population going down each leg if you have all the scottish stuff going down the, the you know, all the scottish mainline stuff going down the west coast mainline all the hs2 stuff going down the west coast mainline it means you've got central belt uh greater manchester and then on the uh and then on the and then coming into birmingham and then on the eastern leg you've got the northeast sort of the, the, that that hub and you've got uh west yorkshire and South Yorkshire, and then the East Midlands, and kind of population-wise, they kind of balance. So having it all going up the if if you did it up the eastern side, you'd be putting too much down the eastern leg. It, it makes sense. It, it makes sense in terms of uh, directions as well. Um, to to be honest, it's all it's all intents and purposes. You're not going to build a complete high speed line. You're going to do more of diversion route stuff because the population density the, the the demand density is that much less on the both East Coast and main, uh, West Coast main lines that you you'd you'd have kind of more like shorter high-speed segregation sections rather than a total high-speed mainline. Um, but it'll have the same effect. You know, Where you need to, you'll base tunnel it and split away from the alignment. Anyway, that's for another time, I think, another episode. Um, so that's, yeah, any, any other queries and questions? It's always nice. Uh, yeah, any thoughts? Let's go big face as well, actually. Hello, everyone. Uh, let's see, what else have we got? Would it make sense to use that Scottish mainline as a candidate for conversion to high-speed rail? I think electrification and two-tracking and making sure that you've got decent... Uh, decent flow of, of high density services is probably the priority f- firsthand in the first case um anything on the english side of the border that warrants building the borders line over the border yeah carlisle <laughs> yeah um if you account if you sort of add in the note if i if i kept the nodes that are kind of close to the english border just as i've done in wales if i kept the nodes that were close to the welsh border the map would slightly change it'd probably end up with more density across the borders but um yeah i, I think uh, as an exercise it's interesting to kind of ignore that and just look at scotland in isolation yeah okay lots of lots of queries uh what's uh, what's ella saying uh something about browsers and how trash they can be oh that's the thing that makes this stuff hard yeah i realized that we're gonna have to work work that sort of thing out it might be that we create it might be that we do the processing and just have single images that load up for the complicated 2022 stuff we'll we'll have that chat uh, the complicated network 2050 stuff We'll we'll have that chat anyway right uh, I think that's quite enough waffling from me. Uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everyone. Let's go back to uh, let's go back to here and then click on these things and say uh, thanks to the audio only people. I don't know how well this worked, but um, yeah, feedback on a postcard, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, available on all good podcasting platforms. <laughs> I think there's been a bit of a delay because the uh, in order for the podcast to appear, it requires the Railnatter Minions to do their magic. Uh, Heal, thank you as ever. Heels um, had exams, so has been preoccupied, rightly. And, I, and my my thing to Keel was, uh, yeah, just don't do it until you're ready to. That's fine because I think there's nothing more important than Keel's exams. Real natural can wait. So if the, if you're hearing this a bit later than you'd like to, and you really enjoy these appearing in a timely fashion, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah. Patreon, Discord, PayPal—you know the deal. Patreon.com/slash Gareth Dennis for pa- supporting me on Patreon. Thank you to all of you who do such things. Um, this this happens, and and, and the Discord—you know, yes, I do need to. I know I need to update the logo, everyone. Um, do click the like and subscribe buttons as well. We're we're edging towards—I don't know how many subscribers have I got. I don't—I can't remember. Uh, some number of subscribers. Oh, Discord, I've got five hundred, but I mean, we're trying to aim for the five thousand on on the old uh, YouTube's is uh, how much? How many? How many subscribers do I actually have? Let's find out. Uh, I've got a lot of people who've commented randomly, which is uh, 4.6,000 uh, subscribers, yeah. Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's see if we can get to 5,000, that'll be fun. Um, Discord, all this chat, all this stuff, all these ideas continue happening in the Discord. There, there are channels for all this discussion, and so this continues in the Discord, and, and that's where you inspire me to come up with more bits and pieces and stuff. Um. PayPal is where you, if you just want to informally chuck me a penny or two, you're more than welcome to do that at paypal.me slash dennis. Um, yes, thank you everyone. There's a weird drip of gunk on one of my monitors. That's, uh, slightly unnerving. I presume that's not coming through for you guys. Anyway, right. Enough of that waffle. Oh yeah. So, uh, things are happening. Um, next week is going to be a pre-record. Uh, I'll tell you what the episode is going to be momentarily because, um, I'm going to be at rail live this, uh, next week. Hooray. um, and uh, yeah, so th- So this is this is a sign, an image I took, uh, un- kind of entirely unknowingly. I took a picture of the sign saying "Thanks for visiting Real Life. See you next year, 17th, 18th of June, 2020." And obviously that that didn't happen because of you know the Rona. So um, yes, yeah, so that's fine because it is happening this year. Real Life 2021 is happening because it's outside, it's manageable, and because everyone's staff, like everyone's staff adjacent, in know, railway industry. It's happening but what i am going to do is i'm going to take my snazzy kit here is some of my here's some of my uh snazzy kit this thing with my phone in it and and the ability to go uh yeah look that's nice isn't it it's it's, it's snazzy anyway um this thing uh this I'm gonna be there on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so I'm gonna do some filming of the setup, and then and then film on Wednesday and Thursday, cause I, I never get I never get everything I need done, um, because I'm always chatting to friendly faces. It's nice to see everyone. So, um, yeah, I'll be at real live, and so not next week, but the week after will be a real live s- extravaganza where I will uh, just wander around and and a week after it's happened, I, I, there's no chance I could edit it together to put it out on the Wednesday night. I'm sorry, much as that would be awesome, um. And I'll do. I'll try and do some live stuff. But the reason I'm not. I'm not going to promise anything live from real nat. Uh, from uh, from real live is because it is rubbish signal wise. And they might. They were trying to get Wi-Fi becoming a thing, but nah. so. I'm going to, um, yeah, you get, uh, so I'm going to, sorry, I'm getting distracted by the chat. I'm going to, I'm going to be wandering around. I'm going to film loads of stuff. I'm going to pick loads of stuff that looks interesting, film it, uh, assemble it into a rough, rough roughish rail natter with a, with, with trying to slickly say, welcome to tonight's rail natter, and then cut into the intro music and all this jazzy stuff. I'm sure it'll work marvelously. Anyway, uh, (laughs) we'll see. So I'm going to do all that fun. And um, in doing all that fun, uh that should be an interesting episode i think but that means that i need to pre-record next week and this pre-record shall be what shall the pre-record be the pre-record shall be um it's gonna be episode 66 so i did episode 55 which is why is standard track gauge four foot eight and a half inches well just to um confuse everyone i'm gonna spend uh, episode 66 a pre-record um explaining why standard gauge track is not four foot eight and a half inches um uh, that should be fun. Uh, I have many bullet points as to why this is a thing, and there isn't a Tuesday session of real live everyone. It's it's, it's the setup. It's just Wednesday, Thursday. Don't get confused. Um. So yeah. So this should be fun. Um. I am going to. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. I think this is going to be a fun one. And It's an excuse to explain lots of nerdy permanent way stuff. That's um. That should be entertaining. So I'm going to do that. Uh, if you can think of ways in which standard gauge track is not um four foot, eight and a half inches, then please do tell me uh, all of them. But I've got a list of... I think I've got at least ten. Uh, so we're going to go through that. That should be a laugh. Right. Oh, let's get Big Face back. Thanks, everyone. That <laughs> was... Uh, oh, my goodness. It's, it's escalated by 18 minutes. I was doing so well. I thought I was going to... I thought I'd got an hour in the bag, but apparently not. Um, so, uh, that's enough. It's enough of me waffling. I'm going to go and get some food, uh, and um, I will... I will see you all. I will see you all not live next week or the week after, but I will see you live the week after that. So that's two pre-records in a row, crikey! And then I'm on holiday again in a few weeks after after that as well. So a few pre-records coming up, but I'll see you all live in three weeks, um, and I'll see you all live for um, uh, an engineer plays episodes as well uh, at the Archipelago. Uh, they'll all be live, obviously, because I'm not pre-recording those. So right, enough of me waffling. Um, Me and my usual Trainspotter teacher are going to go and have dinner. Um, Much love to you all. I will see you all soon. Cheerio!